0: and we're live ladies and gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages welcome to a new episode of the bacon smiles podcast that's right you hear that epic beat it's time as always i'm steve fatira joined by my good friend Boom. <laughs> 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 i do have to say it is such a joy to hear that ridiculous beat
1: i'm not even gonna try to bop to it i'm not hearing it i'm just gonna let you enjoy it
0: it is so funny because it just comes in and it's if you haven't gone back and listened uh it's great uh so it's been it's been a little while, like over a month since our last podcast. <laughs> Life keeps happening, you know, it's, it's one God. of those things. Um so Lent has started since our last podcast <laughs> and uh uh, we're going to talk about that for a little bit and then uh, see what we got for music, um, see what's going on uh, in our lives, and then uh, see if you've watched a movie recently that you should have watched 30 <laughs> years ago. And, and,
1: uh, the answer is yes. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. Uh, then also uh, we have our saint of the day, Saint Casimir. I think the sweaters named after him, and uh, <laughs> the <laughs> uh, and uh, A reading Zeppelin song, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> our gospel reading, Luke sixteen nineteen through thirty one. For those who like to read along in their Bibles, uh, yeah. So, dude, how are how are things going?
1: Things are going well. I'm, I'm getting a little crabby being uh, kept up in the house, but Jen and I have found opportunities to get out of the house, get some fresh air, especially as the weather's getting warmer. So it has been nice to be able to get out every now and then. Mm-hmm. We get to go to church every weekend, so that's awesome. And um, just, just getting opportunities to slow down during Lent and uh, focus more on our Lenten journey as yeah. well. So how about you?
0: Uh, I mean things are good Uh, still working Um, you know Eva's still able to work from home uh, for the most part Uh, Zoe is uh, not napping at all. So prayers for my (laughs) wife, uh, anyone, (laughs) I need my prayer warriors out there to uh, pray for my wife who doesn't get that uh, respite to be able to do her work uninterrupted from home um, of Zoe napping. So prayers for Zoe to actually want to sleep during the day. That's what we're looking for. That's uh, <laughs> that's all we ask. <laughs> um, exciting stuff that we uh, have signed uh, Zoe up for Catholic school, for preschool in the uh, fall. Nice. Uh, Got to fill out paperwork and all that uh, stuff. We reg- Registration paperwork done. Apparently we'll get a packet here in the mail sometime over the summer. So pretty crazy that I'm going to have a preschooler. Yeah. But uh, I think she's going to love it because she... She already pretends she goes to school uh, Eva's doing <laughs> Eva does flashcards and stuff with her so it's really cool like it the uh just growth in her yeah. just learning and oh, it's crazy it's crazy to see it happen <laughs> uh, I feel like yesterday she was just learning how to speak and here she is like learning sight words and you know w- wanting to learn how to read but she's still too little for that so. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, uh, speaking of Lenten journey, uh, what uh, is your fasting? What is your change in your normal behavior for the Lenten journey?
1: So I program my phone so that at eight o'clock each night, my phone will shut off my access to social media. Ooh. And so I do that. So I I would love to do a full social media fast, but because of what I do for work, I do need Mm -hmm. to be able to post stuff uh, each day. So instead of doing that, I just do an evening fast. And then during that time, I use that time to go through a Lenten um, devotional magazine that I got from church, or just take a look at the the gospels, the daily gospel readings, and and reflect on that. So it's it's more of a, a time to be less connected and connect more to, to God.
0: Yeah. I mean, that is the, uh, (laughs) that is the point. That's Uh, all right. (laughs) That is the, the, my understanding may it be ignorant as it is, um, (laughs) of what, what we're supposed to do during Lent in what has been, you know, taught to me (laughs) through the years, is separate ourselves from the things that keep us from our relationship from god Mm -hmm. that's the best way to fast during lent is to fast from the things that have become um, troublesome in your lives and troublesome in your relationship with god so if it takes this time to then reset and reconnect and get that stuff out of the way that is a good thing, um, for me. The past couple of years, it's been um, like f- food and all that. We want to make sure that we're uh, that I'm only eating one meal a day. I'm gonna truly fast through um, Lent, so basically one one meal a day for the entirety of Lent. So doing all right 2 weeks in so good um but that's um you know I did it last year it it's weird cuz like a couple days in I'm like I did this I can't do this yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but for me it's it's experiencing that hunger and um I think that the the thing that probably troubles me and I'm I'm hoping I'm not alone and I'm assuming I'm not is always focusing on uh the negative like thinking that uh i don't have it as good as i do and not appreciating my blessings So going through every day hungry, like I'm pretty much perpetually hungry because I'm only eating one meal a day. So I'm not in the meal that I'm eating. I'm mostly not getting full either. Like I'm trying to make sure it's like a a reasonable meal. I'm not trying to eat a whole day's worth of calories in one sitting. So I'm eating a, a reasonable meal so that it's truly fasting because otherwise if i'm eating like two thousand calories in one sitting it doesn't really make sense (laughs) and that's not really healthy either (laughs) um so um reminding myself like there's so many people that are hungry and there's so many people that have uh crosses that they have to bear that i don't and um it's it's weird like uh, I was talking to my confirmation cl- kids uh, last month for class and I was talking about how why is it that our our immediate uh, our immediate reaction to when things bad happen is like, oh, man, can I catch a break? Like when something went, went wrong with my car, my immediate reaction is, man, I can't catch a break. And it's like, it's like I have to say to myself, dude, take a step back. And realize how many people have not been able to work this past year. And here you Mm -hmm. are complaining, oh, my car broke down. And I'm in a position where I can afford to get it fixed again. Like, I had to, like, check myself. You know what I mean? Like, can't catch a break. So many people, (laughs) like, waiters, waitresses, bartenders, uh, anyone who works in a hospitality industry, like, can't work at all right now. And I'm like, Man. Check engine light on my car. Uh, I need a new alternator. Uh, The fan, you know, like it's like I can't catch a break. Like there are are way worse things than you know needing to replace like a bunch of parts on my car. Right. (laughs) You know. And um, and I'm I'm hoping that's what I can try to reset. Take the opportunity to appreciate my blessings. Have a true sacrifice. Like make it hurt a little bit, um, because you know I don't really eat chocolate anyway. So if I gave up chocolate, that wouldn't be much of a sacrifice. <laughs> like the the kids that always right. joke joke to say that they gave up Brussels sprouts for uh, Lent. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So it it's it's all it's about trying to clear. The things out of the way with your relationship with God and and for me, yeah, I'm a chubby dude, I overeat I uh, <laughs> I overindulge when it comes to food so that's not a great thing so I'm hoping uh, that, you know, experiencing this hunger and in, in reminding myself how blessed I am that I shouldn't take those blessings for granted I should uh, be better about appreciating what I have and taking the time to Refocus and remember what's most important. And, you know, for a husband and a father, it's getting my wife and daughter to heaven. So trying to not live a hugely uh, sinful life uh, or, you know, trying to clear out the clutter in my life as far as, like, what's keeping me away from my relationship with God. And, yeah, this past year has been... (laughs) preposterous with trying to keep a positive attitude, with trying to keep closeness to God when it feels like you're not even allowed within his house, you know? So it's like, it's been ridiculous to try to remind myself, like, yeah, no, I, I, uh, need to appreciate the fact that I'm still (laughs) able to go and receive the Eucharist every week, uh, whether or not it's me behind the screen of a computer so that other people can experience the mass at the other end of their computer, um, just remembering that that's a blessing, and remembering that not everyone can do this right now. And so that that's the the thing that I've been trying to remind myself and experience as much as I can during Lent is appreciate blessings, understand that not everyone can do uh, gets the ability or the blessings that I do and be able to receive the Eucharist every day, being or not every day, but. You know, every Sunday, and um, I could actually receive the Eucharist every day if if I went to daily mass. You know what I mean? Like that the opportunity is there, so it's it's um you, it's not something that you want to take for granted. Is uh, what I'm trying to say, and uh, yeah. So that's my- I saw a
1: cool quote. I saw a cool quote the other day, and I shared it on my Instagram. But it, and I, I'm gonna I'm going to try to say it correctly. It says. Um, Prayer without fasting is like fighting with an arm tied behind your back.
0: <clears throat>
1: fasting without prayer is just a diet.
0: Yep. Yeah, and you know.
1: I think that's that's incredibly important to think about during this time of year because I'll I'll hear a lot of people mm-hmm. around me say, "Oh, I'm I'm giving this up. I'm giving this up." What are you giving up? It's it's more of like a you know a challenge mm-hmm. of hey, what can I do? With, what can I go uh, without for for a while? But yeah. it's the faith aspect, the prayer aspect, is not as strongly associated with it as it could be. So, yeah, when I saw that quote, that jumped out to me. I thought that was really, really profound.
0: Yeah, I I agree because it, it's huge. It's a huge thing, and that's why I think is if like if all I'm doing is not eating, that I mean, apparently that's just all I'm doing is giving up food. Like that's not. And if it doesn't mean anything more than that, like if it's not about prayer and taking time with God, if it's not about trying to strengthen my relationship with God and my faith with God and, you know, take the thing out that blocks that, try to help change my mentality about the blessings that I have in prayer and spending time in prayer, then it's just not for anything, you know? it's that it's that thing where it's like if it's not for god then what's it for
1: what's the point yeah yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy cuz you have to remind yourself cuz you know i hear um i hear uh, some pretty famous catholic speakers and stuff like that talk about like how much tv we watch and stuff like that and they're like well is it to honor god or is it not and it's like <laughs> you know well, I saw
1: one where it was what if our Bibles were like our social media pages you know you'd be checking it all the time you'd be screenshotting things mm-hmm. you'd be bookmarking things you'd be sharing it with friends yeah. you'd be liking a lot you'd be reading more on it you couldn't put it down it's a, it's a similar idea you yeah. know and it's just our focus uh, yeah. needs to be realigned especially during this time of year
0: yeah it's uh it's pretty crazy when you think about it how much we how much time and effort we put into stuff that really doesn't matter and it's one of those things where i like i beat myself up about it too you know it's like oh i could have been doing something way more productive than this (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah, no, and I think that's I think it's a good uh, Lent is a good reminder of that and I think that it's it it's also not supposed to just be the 45 days or whatever that it is. I think this year it was actually 45 days. Um which some years it's not. <laughs> yeah. uh, most people think of it only as 40 days and 40 nights, but apparently that doesn't count Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> now you,
1: you still fast on Sundays, right? Yeah. Yep. I think we, I think we check on that every year.
0: Oh yeah. There, there's, there's always those people who think that either Fridays, because they are, they're only allowed to eat fish so that that means yeah. that they can indulge on the thing that they gave up. Or right. Sunday. As if Jesus
1: just walked out of the desert and said, Hey, I'm taking a my once a week break.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> or on Sundays they're like, Oh well, you don't fast on Sundays. It's like wait a minute, yeah. why why wouldn't wait a minute? <laughs> it's right. it's still the second Sunday of Lent. It's not like it's right. Sunday is ordinary time. <laughs> so I still have a
1: ways to go before that comes back. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a, the one thing about this uh, it's this little inside baseball. But the one thing about live streaming masses is is having to always remember what Sunday it is. Like, okay, f- you know, February fourteenth, the seventh Sunday in ordinary time, or uh, <laughs> you know, it's like.
1: I'm, I'm constantly looking at USCCB.org for, <laughs> for a reminder.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's kind of cool because it helps you stay on top of the liturgical calendar, though, because I feel yeah. like uh, us average mass goers, you go every week, you're just kind of like you hear the announcement at the beginning and it kind of goes in one ear and out the other because you're like in prayer prepping for mass and stuff. So you're just like forgetting that the, you know, liturgical calendar seasons or changes you know um you forget about it so it's it's cool to have to like look it up and be like oh yeah that's right it's a fourth sunday in ordinary time right. oh, third right. sunday of lent
1: <laughs> well do, do we have time for a quick funny story from this past sunday of course so so this past sunday i've, I've been helping out with most of the weekend masses and we have sunday masses in in person at 10 30 uh, and then 5 o'clock, and then we do a live stream Mass at 8.30 in the morning. So 5 o'clock Mass is coming around, and there's some kids that are in the back pew, and one of them is one of our high schoolers. So I had gone to, I think it was redbubble.com, and there's this Catholic group that has created a few cool products that you can buy, like um, water bottle stickers that had the child from The Mandalorian, and I don't know if you watch *The Mandalorian*. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Baby, so they took that clip where Baby Yoda is standing there with a cup of coffee, he's like sipping it, you know. But they replaced mm. the cup with a Bible and a rosary. So I ended up <laughs> okay. getting a bunch of these printed out. I, I cut them all up into you know little squares. And I'd go up to high schoolers and go, hey, come to youth group, you know, and just, you know, see a youth group and like pass it out and have that be like a little marketing thing.
0: Well, that's awesome. Well, I go, this, this company I go didn't this get back- a cease and desist.
1: <laughs> Not yet. Not oh yet. Oh. But, uh, but uh, so so I see this kid with his sister and they're in the back pew. And so I'm like, oh, I got it. They're, they're getting ready to head up to receive communion. So I walk over and he's with his sister who's maybe six years old. And I, I hand the thing out to her and I go, do you like Do you like Yoda? Do you like Star Wars? And, you know, she's wearing her mask, but you see the eyes get big. And her brother isn't paying much attention to me. So I said, here, I'll, I'll give you one for your brother too. And so she smiles and, and gives me a thumbs up. And I smile. I turn around and full-on tackle the collection box on wheels. Whoa. And <laughs> <laughs> it's like super, super quiet in the church. And everybody just hears this boom and i like i'm trying to you know stabilize this thing it's pulling me over it's on wheels so it's rolling away from me i wrestle this thing back into the standing position catch my breath and then i look around and everyone's staring at me one guy has his hands clasped you know put together like he's in prayer looking at me and he pulls his mask down and mouths are you okay and i just at that point i just I bent over laughing because I'm like they're going to be panicking until they see me laugh they think that I've just had the biggest scare of my life and it was Brett wasn't looking at me he's just off in the corner shaking his head
0: Yeah, I just picture you like nonchalantly like
1: no no nothing to see here I'm
0: good I walked around the
1: thing I walked around the collection box in order to give them the sticker. And in that moment, I forgot that I had already stepped around this thing. I full (laughs) on took it on like a linebacker.
0: (laughs) Uh, uh, Something like bringing joy to the celebration. That's all, that's all that is. (laughs) Somehow, you know, Um, one way or another. Oh man. Uh, So, (laughs) (laughs) speaking of joy, uh, what do you got for music? (laughs)
1: So music, so last weekend a new album came out by Pat Barrett, which is called, um, I'm I'm pulling up the title of it real quick, so bear with me. It is uh, Act Justly, Love Mercy, and so if you've been following Pat Barrett, he's he's written Build My Life. He's put out a few songs. Uh, This one is a few really, really good, including a song called As For Me featuring Chris Tomlin. So if you want to check it out, it's on CD, it's on Spotify, and uh, it's really, really good. If you're looking for a good album to listen to during Lent, Andrew Peterson put out one a couple of years ago called Resurrection Letters Prologue. He did Resurrection, Resurrection Letters Part 1 and Part 2, but those are more Easter-themed, and he said, well, you can't really celebrate Easter if you don't. Celebrate and recognize Lent. Mm. So he ended up putting out a small EP of a few songs, maybe four to six songs that are around Lent. So they're really, really good for Holy Week, but you could listen to them throughout the whole season if you want to check that out. And then if you like um, Christian Latin music,
0: Blanca has
1: a new song coming out. Yeah, Uh, she has a great voice too. Blanca has a new song coming out on Friday called zone and that features Gavi. so if you're familiar with christian hip-hop gobby is going to be helping out with that and uh, oh and the last one is this past uh tuesday mike Donahue of 10th avenue north just put out a new ep called work of art so this is his first solo album uh with 10th avenue north hanging it up earlier this year
0: awesome so yeah (laughs) that's that's great i i enjoy um having that part because you you know so much about the christian music and uh, i can tell how passionate you are about it so that's why i uh, thoroughly enjoy um having uh you know what's new in music with you because I, I think it helps it helps expose people to what's out there. And I'm, I'm hoping that as people listen to this, they'll go check, you know, things out and be like, oh, it's a new album. Let's check it out. Um, so thanks for that. Now, I'm going to be honest. Well, thank you. And,
1: and quick note for you real quick. Just quick note. So, uh, you know, speaking of Mike Donahue of 10th Avenue North, I just remembered this. Um, we met him like maybe two years ago at Soul Fest. And found out that he actually has ties to Connecticut. Oh, really? I don't know that, but the band's from Florida, and so they the band started playing on a street called 10th Avenue North. But um, <laughs> he has family that is that is related to the Mohegans. He has he has ties to the Mohegan tribe. So because of his ties to the Mohegans, he was able to get his college education. And that's what helped introduce him to the guys of 10th Avenue North. Awesome. So,
0: fun little water
1: cooler tribute.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Your picture got smaller again there. Uh oh. Uh oh. I don't know what happened. I'll I'll become
1: smaller and let God become bigger.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, this might just be how we end it, how we not end the podcast, but this is how we're just going to roll with it because I'm apparently can't change it so here we are um but i gotta be honest coming up this next part is my favorite segment we have because what movie have you watched (laughs) for the first time that came out like 30 years ago
1: so a couple weeks ago jen was like you know what you haven't seen this movie and and I'm going to make you watch it. So we saw Face Off and I don't understand how this movie has a 92% <laughs> approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. That movie is so weird. Yep. And, yes, it is. I mean, Nicolas Cage and John Travolta play each other perfectly. <laughs> but that was just such a weird movie.
0: <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. So The opening, the opening scene is so preposterous because Nicolas Cage comes out with the big jacket. I'm going to stand up for those watching. So he's got the big (laughs) jacket, right? He's got the big jacket and he flips his his jacket back and he's like, and then he pulls out two golden pistols, like, it's from a, from a jewelry case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. That
1: mo- <laughs> I, well, I was it. laughing with Jen because I was saying, you know, earlier in the movie before they had their switches and they were playing each other. Yeah. They were so awful in their acting, <laughs> but playing themselves, playing their own roles. But when they started playing each other, their acting abilities skyrocketed. It was unbelievable.
0: It was because I feel like at some point during the shooting of that movie, they were trying to out-parody the other person, yeah. like of how they interpreted the way that they act. So it was like John yes. Travolta going over the top Nick Cage was astounding.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then and then my sister's fiance was saying to us the other day because he had seen that too he goes I don't know if you remember, but John Travolta had that thing. His character had that thing where he'd go up to his kid and and just
0: brush his hand
1: over the top of their face.
0: The sweaty palm to the face. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. (laughs) And he's going, how obnoxious is that in real life? Why is that such an endearing thing in the movie? Because that would just annoy anybody. I would be so weird. You're just looking at someone and they're like
0: closing your eyes. It's just... Just like palm against your face. Yeah. <laughs> That's not love. <laughs> it's just how weirded out would you be if anyone ever was like, hey, happy to see you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now you went back big again. Here we go. All right. Hold on. Here we go. Here <laughs> we go. I love the people that are just like, uh, Watching along and or listening along, and they're like, "What's he talking about?" Yeah, um, no context whatsoever. If you go to our Facebook page, you can see the videos. Uh, um, But anyway, yeah, that movie is so funny, and I can't believe you hadn't seen it. (laughs) That was such. Well, now I have. It's such a like a period piece too. Like it is so nineties like just it's so
1: stylized yeah. and again you know the last movie we talked about was mission impossible 2 mm-hmm. and it was done by the same director john woo oh yeah so john woo did mission impossible 2 face off
0: and then i can't believe these, i can't up. believe these didn't win uh you know accolades how is this not won an oscar yeah. for best picture <laughs>
1: I don't know. I, I think it did these, win a few awards.
0: These writers, how did they not get best screenplay? I mean, come on. <laughs> <up. laughs>
1: I think I think Face Off did get a nomination, at least a few nominations for visual effects. Yeah, because the amount of work that went into, you know, the whole face rearrangement yeah. was a uh, was pretty graphic for that time. <laughs>
0: yeah it was it's so funny when you when you look back and think of like what they thought of like high tech computers um, it's so funny uh, and then, like the prison, what they thought was going to be high tech was like magnet boots. Like they're never going right. to be able to get anywhere. They got these giant, right. heavy magnet boots on, which I feel like if you just put giant fifty pound boots on prisoners, yeah, they're not going to get around very fast anyway. They don't even need to be magnetic. <laughs>
1: right. I'm gonna I'm gonna steal all this information from the computer. Let me just pop in this floppy disk. You know,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it can hold. <laughs> Ten bytes. It It can
1: hold two Microsoft Word documents. I'm going to get away with so much information. You guys,
0: (laughs) you guys, watch out as I get away with uh, (laughs) four sentences. Oh, JPEG!
1: That just crashed the whole thing. Yeah,
0: I can get (laughs) one photograph on this.
1: I remember getting a flash drive that had 256 megabytes on it, and I went, This is the future. You know?
0: <laughs> and now, it's, now it's 256 gigs you can get on a flash drive. I, yeah. I remember my first, my the first computer that I had a one gig hard drive in, and I was like, No one's ever going to fill this. <laughs> right. Who
1: could ever and now fill you can this? Get those, now you can get external hard drives that have multiple terabytes on
0: mm-hmm. it. Yeah. It's
1: just. You know, and they're cheaper and cheaper. It's unbelievable.
0: Yeah. it's it, Yeah. No, technology has gone so far. I feel like now we sound like 80-year-old <laughs> people. You do know. You could talk to people in California. You should have seen me at Catholic Heart Work Camp. I was
1: at Catholic <laughs> Heart Work Camp with a bunch of teens. We were cleaning an office, and I found one of those floppy disks. And they were all juniors and sophomores. And I said, can any of you guys identify what this is? And they're looking at it. Mouse pad. Going, what is that? <laughs> yeah, just, just completely mesmerized. And I said, you know, external hard drives and flash drives and stuff like that. They're like, yeah. I said, this was that in like the 80s and the 90s. Like, mm-hmm. It's huge. Why is yeah. it so big? Said, that's that's the technology we had back then. Well, it, yeah. When you wanted to install software, you couldn't download it. You needed <laughs> six of these. You put one in. It does part of the installation. You mm-hmm. put in the second one.
0: And that was your afternoon. Well, that was. I remember having to load multiple disks to install Oregon Trail. So the the Oregon Trail game was multiple floppy disks. That game couldn't possibly even be a megabyte. Like, it's such a small, it's a text based (laughs) game. And you had to load in floppy disks and let it install forever. So. Mm -hmm. Now that we've gone down this rabbit hole, but it's crazy. And AOL
1: kept mailing us disks for the internet.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> yeah, that's how you had to get out there, and you had to watch the sky run across the screen. <laughs> <You> dial <laughs> <Yes>. out, <laughs> and you've got mail.
1: petscape <laughs> Navigator and all that. All anyway, that we should we should move on.
0: <laughs> nah, we can just this is the new podcast. Right. This is the yeah, new format. We'll just up. talk yeah, about now. old technology. <laughs> <laughs>
1: When we were younger and our (laughs) knees worked.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, all right.
1: Back when it didn't hurt when we sneezed. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Back when you didn't injure yourself while you slept. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. So (laughs) awkward transition. Our saint of the day <laughs> is uh, Saint Saint Casimir of Poland, Lithuania, and Russia. He is a patron saint of all those countries. He was born in the fourteen hundreds and lived to like the late fourteen hundreds. <laughs> uh, he was uh, part of the royal family in Poland, but chose to live a life of prayer in solitude refusing to go to war for his father the king uh was told to have uh the stubbornness uh much beyond his years <laughs> even at the age of 15 when he refused to help lead armies to war and uh it was, it was more important to him to live his faith, to live uh, sol- his life in solitude and in prayer, and not engage in war. So he lived his life for God rather than for kingdom. And uh, he was uh, thought of very highly at his time because he was like wise beyond his years. And his faith was definitely incredibly strong And in the way that he lived his life uh, led to other uh areas like uh Hungary and Lithuania wanting the king of uh Poland to send his son to help lead them. And so um pretty crazy uh life to be able to like at the age of 15 turn to your dad and be like I'm not going to be a king. I'm going to live my life for God. Like that's pretty it's pretty amazing. So um that is St Casimir uh our saint of the day. Very good. i got to get my digital bibble out of here. <laughs> mm, do, do, do. Let's see here. And boom. Holding. Holding. <laughs> <laughs> Reading number one. Here we go. The Gospel. Gospel of Luke, chapter 16, verse 19 through 31. Jesus said to the Pharisees, There was a rich man who dressed in purple garments and fine linen, and dined sumptuously each day. And lying at his door was a poor man named Lazarus, covered with sores. Who, gladly, who would gladly have eaten his fill of the scraps that fell from the rich man's table. Dogs even used to come and lick his sores. When the poor man died, he was carried away by angels to the bosom of Abraham. The rich man also died and was buried. And from the netherworld, where he was in torment, he raised his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus at his side. He cried out, Father Abraham, have pity on me. Send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in the water and cool my tongue, for I am suffering torment in these flames. Abraham replied, My child, remember that you received what was good during your life, and while Lazarus likewise received what was bad. But now he is comforted here, whereas you are tormented. Moreover, between us... And you, a great chasm is established to prevent anyone from crossing who might wish to go from our side to yours and from your side to ours, he said. Then I beg you, father, send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, so that that he may warn them, lest they too come to this place of torment. But Abraham replied, They have Moses and the prophets, Let them listen to them. He said, Oh no, Father Abraham. But if someone from the dead goes to tell them, they will repent. Then Abraham said, If they will not listen to Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded if someone should rise from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord.
1: Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ.
0: That's pretty heavy.
1: Yeah. A lot going on in
0: there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh so it's it's definitely that that thing where you live if you live your life in uh gluttony, it is much harder to get into heaven. <laughs> yes. Um and how about the the part where he's like, Oh, send Lazarus, they'll know him and see that he's come back from the dead to warn them. And he's like, Well, why aren't they listening to the prophets? Right. And it's like, I have sent I have sent them for you to see them. And it's like that that story of the guy during a flood standing on his roof. And he's in the first and he's sitting out there praying, God save me, God save me and a person comes by and is like in a boat and he's like hey come on the boat he's like nope i'm waiting for god god is gonna save me the boat takes off another boat comes by and it's like that's it this is gonna be the last boat you got you gotta get on you gotta get on he's like nope god is gonna save me then a helicopter comes it's like sir you need to evacuate it's it come The guy's like nope god is gonna save me the man drowns and goes up into heaven and says God, why didn't you save me? I was praying and I was praying. And he's like, I sent two boats and a helicopter. What did you, what else yeah. did you want from me?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and it's, it, <laughs> it's that, you know, answering, it's like, Hey, we gave you these prophets. We gave you the life lessons to live by. You chose not to listen. And your brothers, if they're also not going to listen to the prophets, then this is where you're destined to be, and we have these these lessons to live by, and what God has set before us, and what honors him, and what doesn't, and this kind of tells you, like, the agony of hell, and what what's in store for us if we don't. If we don't put God first, if we don't put our relationship with God first, if we don't, you know, go to confession, which is every Monday during this Lenten season. Um, So it's as as Christians, as Catholics, we are given that amazing opportunity to be forgiven, that amazing opportunity to put God front and center in our lives. So why don't we? What gets there? What gets in our way? What stops us from doing it? Find that thing and get better <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> <laughs> what 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 did you uh what stuck out to you
1: so i was I was reading up and and researching this passage a little bit, and they were referencing to this whole story in general and saying the reason why Jesus was talking to the Pharisees about this. Is because in that time the Pharisees looked at financial wealth and um, and you know being able to dress in nice clothing as um, righteousness and being in good posture for the Lord, but a lot of times they were missing the messages of Moses and the prophets that were normally calling people to love each other, especially those in need, those are, that are poor and needing assistance. And they were being overlooked. So what was interesting was you might have caught it at the end where he says, Jesus says, if they will not listen to Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded if someone should rise from the dead. Yeah. So he's there's irony there, but he's subtly telling them if they're not listening to the Moses to Moses or the prophets or believing what they're saying, they're going to not recognize jesus when he rises from the dead
0: yeah that's what i was gonna that's what i was gonna say is when you look at that line and you think yeah. the, <laughs> <laughs> soon in the future they will see someone rise from the dead and if they don't if they're not going to listen to the prophets they're not going to understand that he rose from the dead and so that's you know that amazing just him saying that but it's also true though so the pharisees would look even so down upon the poor and would would beat them for being poor and would torture them or put them imprison them for being hungry like it's it's just craziness that was going on at those times and just the the status of the pharisees and leaders of the church um and communities at that time were seen as such this you know i'm better than you and Jesus was there to shake that up and and say, no, that's not that's <laughs> that's not how this works. <laughs> and, you know, it's it's referenced in there in the Bible as well. Like what you have done for the least of, the, of these you've done to me. And it's like if you treat the poor like like dirt, that's how you're treating me.
1: <laughs> and.
0: <laughs> if you're not gonna if you're not gonna answer my prophets you're not gonna answer me either like you're listen to the prophets you're not gonna listen to me either and that's not a great future you have for yourself in the afterlife (laughs) no not at all (laughs) um yeah no that's a heavy that's a heavy passage and uh i definitely invite uh anyone to share with us uh what they what they got from that as well reread it um my last confirmation class, we talked about the the importance of rereading uh, the gospel multiple times and and having it sink in and really seeing what speaks to you as you do it. So I uh, just want to reference that as well it's like take the opportunity to read today's gospel a few times and really let it sink in and let it sit and see what sticks out to you and, you know, really spend time in the word truly absorbing it because i feel like that's the only way to truly uh digest the gospels is to read it multiple times and really dive deep and even in what you were saying like look into what was happening at that time you can look into what the doctors of the church have written um in research uh for our um scriptures as to you know the historical significance of the times, and uh, I think it's important to do that.
1: Yeah, I think being able to have the context and just understand what was going on, because sometimes it gets lost, and when we're just reading a gospel um, reading. But if you're if you're able to see what was going on culturally and what's being referenced, there's a lot of richness to it that yeah. really makes a story come to life, especially for me.
0: Oh, absolutely. It it helps put things into perspective because if it's just a two thousand year old story you're immediately going to think that has nothing to do with us but then yeah. you start to think about how much we put into monetary things right now how much we how much effort we put into amassing money how much effort we put into stuff <laughs> how much time and energy in our lives we invest into try to heighten our status in more in as many ways as we can and then we look at a scripture like this and we're like mm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yeah no spend, spending time in the word is important mm-hmm. what do we got for news of the weird my friend
1: so a very valuable study performed by the journal of animal behavior and cognition recently <laughs> did a test on 36 domestic cats To see why they aren't loyal and according to their research they found out it's not because their egos it's just because they're socially awkward so they had which i think most cat owners know already they just don't pick up social cues but after after testing 36 domestic cats uh 37 house cats and 23 i'm sorry 13 house cats and 23 uh cats belonging to cat cafes they had some that were just responding to a group of helpers and non-helpers basically the helpers were people that were kind to the cats and then offered them a treat or non-helpers were people that were a little rude but still offered a treat and the cats took the treat from both people. So they determined it was just, they didn't understand the context and uh, they're socially awkward. And that's why they're not, they're not loyal.
0: (laughs) You know, all that made me think about was Brian Regan about the guy figuring out what the whales are saying. Yes.
1: Well, they're lonely. <laughs> Charlie figured Lone out dribble. what the whales are saying.
0: <laughs> Don't worry, everybody. Charlie figured it out. He figured out what right. the whales are saying. Ooh, he's lonely. What if the
1: door behind him just needed WD-40 <laughs> yeah. the whole time? <laughs> the whole time.
0: <laughs> he's just got a squeaky door behind him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How do you argue with them? Well, that's what the whales are saying.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's it no, don't look into this any further that's just what yeah. like, that's why he's cats, an expert cats are just I don't know what so, you study cats are just socially awkward <laughs> <laughs> they're just lonely no you're alone yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so uh, gotta let the music build back up oh, yes so that means it's time to wrap up this episode episode 93 of the bacon smiles podcast thanks so much for listening enjoy this nice snazzy beat we got going (laughs) there it is beat drop so uh yes shoot us an email text whatever uh reach out to us steve at bacon you can message us on the actual website in the comment section of this video on facebook uh subscribe like our page follow us you can see when we go live all that fanciness and uh subscribe to the podcast on any podcast app we do have quite a few followers out there Beats just changed up but i think that means i'm going too long so um you got anything for us
1: Have a great week, and and hopefully we'll see you before Easter.
0: (laughs) Yes, hopefully. (laughs) Uh, Maybe I will do a surprise uh, podcast from a special location in a couple of weeks, but you'll have to tune in to find out. Uh, (laughs) As always, um, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate all the prayers that everyone uh, shares with us, and uh, keep smiling, and God bless.